<laughs> Look, Tony and Noor, we're, uh, we're super excited to have you guys, even though we've had like several technical issues, but fuck it. Uh, I will say, I have to say, you guys gave me a lot of joy when I saw your Instagram live. Not because, I mean, both of you are hilarious, but the main thing that was really funny, I literally saw the two of you on screen and I thought you were both auditioning for a uh, live action version of Timon and Pumbaa. And it gave me so much joy just to see, just to see the both of you on screen. So I wanted to ask you both, how are you doing in this crazy time of Corona and lockdowns? Uh... Like, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I mean, I mean, I have some stuff like I'm doing my writing whenever we're locked in, like I'm focusing on writing mm. and it's kind of disastrous though, because I can't go out and shit because I do my writing process differently. I like whenever I write an outline or a bullet point for something, I go for a walk and like develop it in my head, come back, write it down. Which is weird because why am I still fat? But <laughs> like I You're, do go. Are for you a writing walk. enough? Are you writing enough? <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm a one-liner. You're one-liner. No, <laughs> no, that's why. <right. laughs> no, no, but it's fine. But well, yeah, it sucks that I can't go out and shit. But yeah, it's fine. I'm I'm still working. Well, Tony is just focusing on his prank life. Tony, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've been doing a lot of pranks these days. Yeah, it's, it's pranks. It's all I do. Yeah. Yeah, you're... No, guys, and, uh, it's been basically quite routine-ish way. Productive routine, but it's becoming quite routine-ish. Uh, just uh, staying up at night, binging series, waking up late, uh, watching tutorials, writing a bit. I'm writing uh, a short film, Shway. But it's becoming repetitive, Shwe. It's like, alhamdulillah, you recovered from Corona, yeah, like, no? You're officially done? Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just uh, a week ago, I tested negative again. Alhamdulillah, salute. Luckily, it was very mild. Sorry, tested, yeah. ne oh, tested, tested negative for what? <laughs> for, oh, for, for, just for, for COVID, okay, no, I'm just, yeah. Just, just, for, just COVID. for COVID, yeah, yeah, just for COVID. Okay, making sure. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, I want to ask you guys because both of you guys mentioned that you like to write for different reasons. Uh. But uh, of course, writing, you guys are really creative people and you know, being indoors all the time, how are you able to stay creatively motivated? Uh, you know, I'm still, I'm, my mom is uh, kind of like uh, sick these days, so I'm taking care of her. Salam. And I have to listen to her thoughts. And uh, yeah, yeah, but I have to listen to her thoughts and that's enough of a drive. Because every day it's like a new, like she's so creative at spewing nonsense. Sometimes it's amazing. It's a talent, and <laughs> and like, but it's fine. I enjoy it. But usually it doesn't matter where I am geographically to write content. I'll just write it anywhere for me. That's how it works. But don't you feel though that because you're saying you need to go outside yeah, and you're yeah, a comedian, yeah. don't you feel like by seeing what's what's actually happening in society's day-to-day -day life yeah. helps motivate or inspire your work? Yeah, but well, it it hinders my my uh, my process a bit. It makes it a bit slower, but it also grounds me because usually when I'm well for stand-up bits when I'm writing material I do that process, but for writing scripts and for a TV because. Uh, we're preparing for a new TV show and we got the green light. So now it's more nice. like sit down, sit down and write that shit. Uh, so that's how it's different. It's, it, so it's demotivating it's, it, it's as fuck, man. Like every day, it's, you know that movie Groundhog Day where every day you mm. wake up and it's the same thing. And yeah. and there's no there's yeah, no yeah. real reason to leave your room besides to eat and, you know, do whatever you need to do. So for in that yeah. sense, it's what I don't understand with this lockdown, I get it. Like That's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> What? It's really amazing how this fucking electricity. For context, uh, Tony's electricity has Tony, just come off. Tony. Yeah. Tony. Uh, Tony, this was, this is meant is to be a professional. <laughs> well, this is this is out of my control, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is out of this your is control. Out of my is control. it? Is it? Yeah. If you had voted for Gibran Basile, things would have been better by now. <laughs> yeah, shit. I think that was his last campaign slogan. <laughs> Uh, that's actually funny that your that your <laughs> that your electricity went off because I was just gonna say, uh, with this lockdown shit, man, I don't get why it's. Look, I understand we needed the severe lockdown because cases were were up, you know through the roof and things were going crazy, but things like walking, you're yeah. telling me we're not allowed to walk. I mean, people aren't allowed to get out well, and get exercise, and you know what I mean. Like yeah, even that's if, but it's about collective. 
Well, it's about collective and like, uh, let's take uh, Paris when they started doing that and they weren't strict on the lockdown. Uh, and they didn't specify metro timings and shit. Like people went in and squeezed in like sardines and disregard. So it's going to get fucked mm. up. But the thing is, what I do understand is that with our government is doing such a bad management about it that you're 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 bound to have these examples and this is why people like my say my anyway so when do i respect it and when do i not as that's the dilemma yeah, here. yeah so no like for I example think, uh... the, sorry for today like lbc did this fucking stupid shit that made me furious like this reporter Late service that's a cab that's working his hours trying to get people in a neighborhood yeah. and she came in with him disguised as a client to to so he can give her a ride and then she exposed them on lbc camera like that's fucking low, yeah that's, low. that's so fucking low bro the worst part about the media though is that how during the holiday season they were promoting all these events that were allowing people to gather up in large numbers but now they're taking this path as if like we're the good guys and we're exposing the people that are going out in their cars like guys where were you like three four weeks ago when people were parking like animals they're promoting you were talking about it uh, like yeah, 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 yeah. how he's Champion I mean, right I mean now, the guy. You know, people... The guy went and did the video clip. Did you see it, Tony? Shift the video clip, Baba. You did know, you ironically, Hakuna to direct it. It's the one where he's playing piano and he's singing and uh, and and he's singing about staying safe and every the bullshit like that. Ironically, yeah, yeah. I was I was reached out to direct it. Yeah. And then, and then you, you missed out on a lifetime opportunity. How good, how good would have been as a Tony is like, Milhan, I don't, I don't feel that you're socially distant. <laughs> Milhan, we need to take this in another direction. I had, I had a different perspective on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, and, and then, and then what, what's he saying now? Is he saying that please stay safe and whatever? And then he was doing all these New Year, uh, uh, yeah, the hypocrisy yeah. begins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and on top of it, on top of it, his promoter like really allowed like it wasn't even full capacity. It was like one point five that more. And huh? then he 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 got he got on Twitter and said, "Yeah, whatever. Now we have more cases, and the government isn't doing anything about yeah. So to vote for them and get your hundred dollar bill, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you motherfucker, you hypocrite motherfucker." I've been seeing it a lot, honestly. Look, I mean, we we. we like Todd and I have been saying this for six, seven months now. Like traditional yeah. media is fucking dying. But I mean, now with like you, you news. I saw something on your Instagram which was fucking hilarious, where you, <laughs> where yeah. you spoofed MTV, where they went into a like an old man who had. Oh my god! For context, for anyone who hasn't seen this, there was they went into this old man's room in a hospital who had corona, and I mean he looked like he didn't have a lot of time left, and he was obviously high risk. And they went in and they were just asking him these fucking blatantly obvious questions like, are you struggling with Corona? Uh, what would you tell people? Uh, does it, uh, uh, what would you say to your family? I mean, the guy is, you know, could be on his deathbed and they're coming in and being yeah, so yeah, intrusive. Literally. And then you spoofed it, which was the funniest shit alive. And I just wanted to know like, what, what yeah. depths are they willing to go to to get like viewership? You know, it's, it's. It's, it's, it's scary a bit. Bro, like now, that's what I'm talking about, the cat thing. Like that woman came in and disguised herself, like make it, she made it seem like she's a client for the taxi. And then she's like exposing him on fucking TV. Like, what is this guy doing with that Latalef Lira you gave He's him trying to feed his service? family, is exactly. He gonna hide, 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 is he gonna hide it in fucking Switzerland? Where? I don't know, he might, bro. I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know how they, they measure their standards with money. Uh, Tony as well. For yeah, but yeah, like uh, going back. No, no, oh, you go sorry, ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, but Tony knows. Tony knows. I think like working. Uh, Tony knows about uh, awareness campaigns, TV to direct. He knows at the they like the sensationalism of mm. things more than the yeah, actual. Have message. you seen that, Tony? Oh, by far. Right, that's something I wanted to get. By far. Huh? By far. Uh, uh, they, that's something they, I want to get into they now. Suck on like, clickbait. Sorry. In what sense? In what's, like what? What? Like you have an example, like with your ads and shit of of. Where they wanted you to be more sensationalist? Not, not personally, my but I've gotten a lot of, uh, I've gotten a lot of pitches where, where, 
the spoon feeding is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Even you mentioned it to us once, I think, actually, in the first time we did an episode with you, Tony, where you were talking about how you went and you gave a talk, I think, on Al Jadid about like mental health. And then yeah. how the headline, the, the headline that they wrote, Tony Daha, something yeah, yeah, everything is. Yeah. So it's like very yeah. blown it's out not, of proportion. It's, not, just to it's get... not news for us, guys. Yeah? It's not news. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We've been clicking. Like, it's clickbait yeah. and it's it's bullshit. Yeah. I don't know whether and I don't like, know whether uh, they have yeah. like this war on on social media savvy people or people with influence like with a certain influence or with a certain following because I feel like they have had a very weak transition into d- digital media and I feel like they're trying now mm-hmm. a bit but instead of trying to cooperate with people who are good on on social media they're they're trying to fuck them over a bit like Tony, I don't know if we're, we can cut the, we can yeah. cut this out, but you and Tony Khalif is a perfect example of of what I'm talking about. Or do, you think? Or do you know? <laughs> you think? I think. No, I no, think. no, no, I just, I just, I just. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> you think? Yeah, think? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I, it's it's a legitimate question. Like, um, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be the devil's advocate here, although I should take it personal. But I think he was just trying to stay relevant it was a it was i think it was a 100%. desperate attempt to stay relevant but uh it's not a personal attack it's just he found a convenient attack it was a convenient attack. but he also twisted he also twisted the narrative so much like i remember that particular show my mom and my grandfather were watching it and i had mentioned you to my mom before mm. And the narrative that they got is that you're this sicko who just uses his aunt just to get views and you actually abuse your aunt. Which, and they took like two, three clips where you might have said a swear word in front of her. For, for somebody like my mom who doesn't know you and doesn't know your content, she thinks that you're a bit crazy. Yeah. And they did that. They totally twisted the narrative without giving full context as to what your page is, not giving any context as to, to what advertisements that you've this... done to try to promote change in the society. So on and so forth. This reflects... Go ahead, Tony. Yeah, I want to say, you know, this only reflects uh, very lazy journalism. Very lazy, desperate journalism. Zero professionalism. In Iraq, two three videos swearing You should see the people. I'm making thousands of people laugh because of my aunt Aida and making them dilute their worries and Shwe get distracted. Yet he chose to focus on these works rather than focus on probably the 10 other awareness campaigns that I've done and the other awareness messages that yes. I share. So it, it, it comes down to lazy professionalism. Yeah. They, they, and that you're not even abusing her. Doesn't, I, they're not I'm even abusing her. Abusing she's her. willing she's, to she's do she's it. She's just my yeah. friend who, who really has a foul mouth, Yani. So. Uh, <laughs> the the yeah. thing is, like, they, they rely on that sensational start, like, even not just visual media, like, even written. Like, and, and, like, the deeper you go, the more you get closer to the gutter. Because, like, uh, you see, when we did the cinema stand up thing, you, yeah. you've seen it, Tarek Mahek. So, when yeah, we did the cinema. Yeah, yeah, when we did the stand-up thing where they were Dorian Lejour, Nahar, everyone's writing about it. And then one piece was like Mudon and uh, the editor there, I don't know him, but he wrote, okay, literally, he wrote about all the series. He wrote the clickbait, it's masterful. Uh, sex, yoga, Hazab Allah. Like, this is like... Oh, my God. This is like... This, I mean, I to, uh, to, like, like, to be honest with I you, don't... I'm going to fucking click that article. Like... <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm maybe I'm the lowest common denominator. But maybe he's gullible. I'm just gonna maybe I'm. But I'm gonna. I want to see how these three things are related. I'm curious to know how these three things are related. Uh, maybe. Hey, يعني you're the type of guy that you're in the comment section pressing two to see the uh, i'm that guy i'm that guy who, who clicks okay, on those like conspiracy videos like was disney racist in the 1950s you know like just watching the stupidest <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah yeah no, but, no. but going back to your go going back to your point about what uh, what tony khalifa did do uh, did to tony yeah. Kinaan, it was like just a lazy attempt to make themselves re- relevant and he's so right about that because like soon enough tony knows like uh 
the like the internet and all the streaming platforms are bypassing everything already, that they've already. worked hard yeah. on keeping like censorship uh subject matter talking about any subject and mm. they know they're in a sinking ship and they know yeah. that that online platforms are coming in in 222 like hbo disney plus netflix to the mina mm. region and they their know their, their their whole clicks and their whole actors that they pick the same 10 fucking actors for all their series. <laughs> this is going to end and it's going to be obliterated. No more yeah. Peter Saman doing this for 10 episodes. <laughs> that's not acting, bro. You can't look, no, that's true. That's you true. can't look foggy for 10 series. You know, that's not. Acting. Yeah, the foggy look was outdated as of 1996. But yeah, no, it was, it was doing. But like yeah. even even when you're talking not just like with movies as well like even with reporting you know like I'm not just talking as well like podcasting but also if you look at like alternative media as like YouTube people doing like small independent news platforms yeah. on YouTube in order to share their news mm -hmm. not have somebody like Marcel Ghan and sit down and promote a certain agenda and having like Meiko I think yeah. we still with, I, st I think so, we still even with social media just because of the like how the country is set up i think we still will have a relative degree of censorship hella i know that that censorship has been broken over the mm. past few years and people have been very outspoken mm. but eventually they'll yeah. catch up and just because we're run by dictators and warlords yeah they'll start to put things in place and we know a bunch yeah, of people yeah. who's and like, yeah sorry and like uh, exactly but that's the state can reintroduce uh, like, maybe, the oppression maybe. of censorship uh, like but despite that the fact that it's uh, washed over by media and uh, uh, online uh, streaming but like i'm pretty sure that tony masalan submits clear movies or features or short films uh, which we've never seen an official character Abimza, this is I, all facts yeah this is all but facts I'm, pre I'm, pre I'm pretty i'm pretty sure that he got like in a lot of like hassles because of that for sure i'm pretty sure have you done it say and no actually uh i have not no wow that uh, backfired yeah <laughs> Honestly, I've read some of his scripts. I've yeah, read some script, of his scripts. Yeah, the script that we're planning to film, we sent it to the Amn al Am and the fucking Lamid Hunik al Mas'ul to read the scripts and give them approval. Yeah. He called us and he was like, This is the best thing he has ever written. He has ever read. This is the best thing he has ever read. He had absolutely zero remarks and he gave us pump pump stamps wait. on all 140 pages. Sorry to interrupt. I had no idea that when you write the script, you need to send it into Amn al Am. I had no idea. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh. When you get, but, uh, when you, uh, when you're about to sorry, film, sorry. you need a permit. You need a, you need an approval to film. So we, we, we from were, the area that you're filming. Yeah, we were, we were planning to film last year in Lebanon, yani. So we, naturally, we we needed a permit from the. As, 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 as a filmmaker, doesn't so, that fuck you up a bit? Like, okay, I could write this brilliant artistic masterpiece, and no offense to the guy who's who's running this division in Amdal Am, but maybe he might miss the point. Uh, full offense, full, full offense. offense. Yeah, full, full offense. Okay. <laughs> 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 guys are, bro, the, the guy's like a probably 60 year old it, guy exactly, so who's watching it's, a it's, few of these, like Musalsalet on uh, LBC at like 10 p.m. It's scary that that guy needs to and accept that's the only your form of creative uh, input in his life. Guys, uh, to be fair, I've heard some assuring stuff from there. Okay. It's not as archaic as we think. Uh, they're very negotiable. Uh, they're very negotiable. They, they can reach compromises. Uh, ultimately, yeah, and they will wow. give you notes and you can convince them and you can, you, you can fight for your what stuff. What notes will them. they give you? They're not, they're not that know, much of dictators. They're not tyrants yeah. as we think they are. Yeah. But I have I have a different example of that. Uh, we uh, because of after you film something, you have to show it to them. So you know, I'm BBC. I used to write for them for a while. Yeah. Uh, and the satire show, and can I make top she? And then I wrote it into a bit in my stand up, but I never used it. Like because you do realize, other than these uh, like uh, security divisions, who have religious groups come in that watch this so the funny part about it I, I asked one of the shiuch in that uh, in that department I'm like so you are responsible for what you think is sexually too explicit <laughs> like in the wallah is that something is for too long explicit they think they should cut it down the cinema yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I asked the Sheikh, he's like, eh, okay, why are you banning uh, bad, it was a movie like Bad Girls 2. I told him, Sheikh, you banned Bad Girls 1, why are you giving Bad Girls 2 another chance? <laughs> like, do you think Maria is gonna stop doing yeah, yeah. Bad Girls 2? <laughs> maybe, <laughs> like, maybe Bad Girls 2 took a more artistic direction, you know? That's how, you, that's how it works in sequels. <laughs> He's a fair guy, yeah? Yeah. Uh, he's like, we only judge on IMDb, my son. Uh, but Slick, I, I wanted to ask it with you, because we, we've spoken to this with Noor, like, when you, when you were last on. Mm. How the fuck haven't you been killed, mm. man? How the fuck haven't you been beaten up for the... Yeah, that's my I'm that's so my curious too. to know. You must have some sort of connection, bro. Oh. Don't lie to us. I know you like to fuck the system, but no, there must no, be some no, connection. No, no, no bro. Bro, no. Is the question directed to Noor it or went Tony? More Noor than Tony, because Noor in his stand-up, man, goes off on them. Rightfully so, but as we know, free speech is is not a given in this country. And it's... Uh, 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 but, uh, but we have I've... 10 minutes, then we have to redo no the problem. Zoom. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, don't worry. I need way less to answer this. I'm Beniko which albums are this is not an answer. Uh, <laughs> that was comforting, Taman. Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel better now. I found a way well, because I well. because like they're unequal, Bilibnin, the whole like Ahzeb. The political parties respond differently and their crowd they respond really? differently. Um, so I made sure the most extreme Masalan Auniye uh, and uh, Hazib, oh, okay, okay, they're the okay, most okay, extreme. Okay, okay. Yeah, so yeah. I tried to find a way. That a bit backfired at some point uh, on online. I mean, bots, you know, online bots, yeah, yeah. Twitter. Yeah, you know what I mean. Besides what people like threat are classical threats later. Mm. But so mm. what I did was I started posting stuff, uh, criticizing them. And then I would post proactive comments like, you know, before they happen of what they might say. Yeah. And it's very, it's very funny because I started, I started doing it with Hazard people. And then I would answer myself and like, they're like, okay, so you already did it. So they would leave the post alone because they would think someone already threatened oh, me. Oh, wow. That's, so one, that's that was a good nice. that, that was a good, yeah, for now. But then people like my followers started to get into it as well. So they started fake threatening me. And then new followers started to think that they're actually threatening me and they would get into oh, it. Okay. You, so, you, you did so this like Lebanese political yeah. inception where like you're, you would bro, roast yourself bro. and your followers would roast you and then they would get roasted. A roast and, then, and, then, and then the new follower wouldn't believe the old follower that he's fucking around and they started threatening each other. And I'm like, dude, no, this backfired so heavily. Uh, but but for the for the time being, it's doing its job because it's really like when you see someone when I make the joke and I make the joke about what your reaction will be to it, it really lowers their like level of fury. Mm. Also, because like it's a continuous project. I was uh, I was talking to Tony about it. Like I know that for example, I get some followers because of a joke against Hezbollah. Mm. So I know usually they're aware. Cause they like that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then I. You did that joke uh, as well. And then I do, and then yeah. I do a joke about Bashir Ismail or something they really glorify, <laughs> and then, and then whoever joined like leaves, and then like it's a self-spinning, it's a nice spinning cycle that cleans itself. Yeah. Afterwards, I did a meme about uh, how some Hazard people like talked about Dima Sadeh's mom dying yeah. and her child being like uh, genetically challenged or whatever i don't know and so they made fun about that and i made fun of them about that and then some wet followers came so now i prepared the meme about marshall bill that i'm gonna post oh christ please don't post it while you're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> no, no, not now, not now. yeah thankfully a few days so uh, so you've been but uh, do you ever feel like you're like that one and tony you can also probably answer this as well that you might be that one video or that one punchline away from i don't know getting locked up getting the shit kicked out of you dying i don't know because in this country nothing is too extreme yeah, uh, there, yeah there was once this guy kairuz a kataib guy that was like part of the uh, rebels suwar and i made fun of him and he and his cousin wanted to kill me and to kidnap me and they were planning on it and I saw a WhatsApp conversation and they sent me some messages. So I sent it to Al-Amn Al-Aum and they took care of it. Mm. So that was the closest. Also like some Hezbollah groups in Jnub, 
They were asking about me stuff, what, but then what, what happened? What what happened after that with the Kairouz guys, for instance? Uh, what happened? my post, and they talked to him, uh, and they yeah they retreated. That's it. How about you, Tony? Eh, no, Adatan, bro, Asan, Tony. Whoever comes up like it takes a lot. Like whoever, like you know, barks doesn't bite. But if someone barks that hard and wants to bite, like once you put the like you shut them down with like Al-Amn Al-Am. Since Asan Kateibu, like people like that, like they respect the law with Amn. So like it, it's like it's a close cycle that they respect. So the Iron. So it works well. like I, I don't give a shit about the cops honestly but uh, what about you Tony is there some shit that I'm you wouldn't gonna... touch I mean to be fair Tony you're you're co- yeah oh the, yeah. there is okay <laughs> yeah that yeah was no, no, too I'm, quick I'm, I'm, that I'm, yeah was I'm too more, quick <laughs> I'm more I'm I'm being more politically uh, sensitive oh fuck off you're not more politically than, more correct than Noor. Uh, more than Noor, I agree but... no 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 but I'm but I'm but, but I'm being clean in my in my critiques I'm being clean yeah. and. Mm. Uh, and n- not too extreme. I wish I can be. I think I have so much more dark humor, dark humor in me. But but I don't think you do. I don't. I know. I know for a fact. Ninety nine point nine percent of the death threats are are just bluffs. But this, I, I say it over and over again. But this negligible uh, negligible percentage is not worth like taking it. It's not worth it yeah. at all. Especially not for this country. No, I get you. No, I get just to make some laughs. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Just to make some laughs. Get myself but, in, in the back of what, the truck. what about what about uh, what about things that are not politically okay affiliated, like no, nothing to do with politics, but like, Masalan, your character Giovanni, which is fucking hilarious. Obviously, everyone loves that character who knows you. But I've heard so many people say. This guy's a fucking idiot. He's making fun of people with Down syndrome. He's making fun of people. Uh, he, he's pretending to be a child who has a mental illness. And I try to tell them, like, it's not at all what he's trying to do. Like, there's kind of this backstory to this character. But you know, what about people misinterpreting that type of stuff, like the content you release on Instagram? Well, that to me is, is, is a harmless threat. That to me is just stupid uh critique it's just stupid ignorant critique uh from people who is not really understanding or not really understanding what i'm what i'm trying to say and i we've never clarified this right we've never talked about giovanni being misunderstood right yeah uh off camera guys giovanni is simply yeah it's it's been off camera giovanni is simply my own uh, vision of 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 how of how a kid would be Adding to that the fictitious, uh, catastrophic events he goes through. Basically, Giovanni just started off as how I envision kids posing when they need to take a picture, how uncomfortable they are when they're when they are forced to smile. That was exactly how. Yeah, and and that's what my friends and I used to enjoy laughing about when we when we used to see my cousins' pictures how they're laughing or, or my own pictures, how I used to laugh myself in my first communion. Like <laughs> I remember you posted that picture. I, I still see it. That's so clear. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, so it all started from this, uh, from, from an uncomfortable picture of a kid. And then I just kept adding fictitious elements to him. There's, I, I am in no way making fun of anyone or any mental, uh, disability or anything whatsoever. So again, but you know what I loved about about Giovanni? He's you told me he's a kid who's also, which is why I I personally love dark humor. I think we need to we need to stop being so politically correct. And I think what was amazing is that you described him as a kid who's seen a lot of tra- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who's seen a lot of traumatic shit. And once I put that into my head, I was like, okay, this all makes sense, and yeah, it's yeah. it's fucking hilarious, yeah, yeah, you know? And, like, and, and no way about is he humor. being derogatory but, towards the character himself. He's talking about his experiences. Exactly. Man, it all matters on the context. If you're in a, if you're in a, if you're in a, if you're in a joking context, whatever it is you say, can be taken lightly. Whatever it is, no matter how harsh the situation you're talking about, on on stage, which, which is why stand up wins. Which is why stand up wins because you can talk about anything, and no one should take it. How are you survive? Take, uh, take it, uh, uh, yeah, take offense in it in any way. Nur, how, how how are you surviving in this fucking super I politically think, correct era? Do you feel I like think, you 
You know, you have a cheat code. You know, in GTA, when you have a cheat code and you're untouchable. Like, why do people who are political still follow me and accept that? Because they know I'm as strict on other political parties and even more fucked up, and even my own. Because, like, I'm a bit like Harini Mot, you know? So, like, when I do in my hour, in the first 10 minutes, I do a joke about Rafil Hariri, like, and it's fucked up. And, and then I see, and, I t- uh, and it makes them relax more because they know, oh, like, fuck, if he went there, then he's fine. Uh, like, politically, he's fine. Also, like, he, I'm t- I, they're testing me and I'm testing them. Mm. How far are you willing to go? Because I drop it in the first 10 minutes because mm. if you're going to survive the next 50, you better, like, laugh at this. Oh, like, I yeah, I've seen, uh, so I think yeah, I yeah. think it worked. I've seen I've seen Noor live. And I, I know what Noor does. I remember when he did like this, very like he pushes the boundaries so far. I even remember he made like this was like in when the, were you like there? To December, December, end of December, uh-huh. end of December. Did, did I do the harakat? No, no, even worse. Even worse. I remember you asked the you asked the crowd. You were like. And you did one about like Muslims and you saw two Hajbin in the crowd and you literally pointed at them and you're like, I need your word that you guys are not gonna get angry over here. I, I did I did a bit about I did a bit about Nabi Muhammad. Yeah. That's my <laughs> We're not gonna say the joke is but yeah, I know that <laughs> oh, pushes boundaries wow. when he does his stand up and yeah, yeah. if you're talking about but, but the would... correct culture, I know that he's dark. But I wouldn't do it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but, like but this, is, this is this is this is evidence. The, if you remember, Tari, that joke itself wasn't about him as a person. I know, I know. It was about what they depict around him, which. But I would never do that in the beginning of a set because you have to couch it yeah. for people to accept who you are. Especially after we, I went through over three subjects that were controversial. What's your outlook though now with the lockdown and them saying they're gonna extend the lockdown? It looks like it's gonna be pretty strict for the next few weeks. Uh, what do you think about like having comedy shows again? What do you think that's gonna happen? I think, well, of course, like even when the, uh, I don't think people have realized it also, but even when the country was open and there were like uh, restaurants and shit and like uh, co- uh, clubs, comedy nightclubs and theaters weren't open for a while. so. I've been living the the lockdown way more yeah, than a regular yeah. life. So, so even if they open up the the country mm. in Feb, I think the party the shows are gonna be till March. Yeah, yeah. It all depends. It all depends on the yeah. vaccine the vaccination yeah. Yeah, people, the vaccine implementation. Yeah, yeah. What are you guys we'll, like? We'll see. When it comes to the vaccine, because you know you have so many people. Yeah. You have so many people that are like afraid are of you it taking the vaccine? Yeah. and anti-vaxxers. What's your take on that? I know, man. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant about taking it. <laughs> <laughs> man, you started it. You started it. And I it don't know why that started. Let, you sto- let's yeah. not get political. But why is George Bush a reptilian? La, la. Yeah. Yeah. He's lizard people, obviously. Not because of conspiracy theories. I take it anywhere in the world, but maybe not in Lebanon. It's just personal with Lebanon. Okay, I get you. I get you. Will they be able to uh, contain the vaccines? Will they be able to keep them at a certain? Will they be able to abide by the criteria Mm. to to, to keep it in uh, good shape for us to take it? I don't know. I get you. But other than that, Akid, I'll take it. Fuck the conspiracy theories. Everyone's taking it. So that's my only concern. You know, they would dilute it with, with I was saying them the other day, and they would dilute it with probably aquafina money or, or water or some shit <laughs> and, and, and send it to send it to yeah. Syria. So uh, 100%. For sure. Oh, they are going to send we it don't... to Syria. I mean, I don't want to be a hick, but let's be real. Let's yeah. be realistic about this. They're definitely sending that shit to Syria, like yeah, a but, large portion of the depends. vaccines we're getting. Yeah. But slick, yeah, I, I feel like all these anti vacciners like, are. I mean, let's be real here, bro. And people are like, yeah, but usually it takes the CDC. I don't know how long to approve. Yeah, they approved it fast yeah, because the Kisikta, half the world is dying. Because I work in this and, and like I worked in public health and I have a degree in it. Like the, what, they're, what they're relying on with CDC and WHO doesn't make sense because they're relying on a process like from the 70s and earlier flus. Like it takes 18 months and stuff. But we can fa- you can fast track it. That the technological development in lab work is enough. So it's not about that. Also, like also for anyone who's into conspiracy theories 
about being controlled by 5G yeah, that's, with that's shoe. Like that you can do it with you can do it with Panadol. <laughs> why, why doesn't it apply to more basic stuff that you take? So, but but, yeah. but for political reasons in our government, I think, uh, like thankfully, <laughs> which is unfortunate also because uh, we always rely on privatization on private companies for everything mm. because the government doesn't do its job. And me, now me. it's going to happen the same because yep. they need refrigerators that yep. are under uh, one, minus 80 degrees. So they need that from WHO, which they will get because they have no other mm. fucking chance. Yeah. Because also like, also like it's not about like whether, whether it mm. escapes to Syria or not, because there's uh, smuggling anyways happening. But like, masalan, let's take Tayar Watanahor, FPM. Like they're like, uh, I think we should vaccinate only Lebanese people on Lebanese ground. Like that's not how viruses work, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. No, 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 um, no, that is how viruses work. They look at you and they're like, wait, are you Lebanese? No, you're Syrian? Next one. Yeah. When they start uh, distributing the vaccine in Lebanon, after they provide the vaccines, this is my opinion, after they provide the vaccines to their frontline workers, what I feel is going to happen, instead of giving it to the people that are actually in need of it, it's going to be like, the first 60,000 for frontliners and people above 65 uh, age group, they said there's going to be for free for a 1 million dose. And but I think, but realistically speaking, those 60, even even the frontliners, uh, like my girlfriend works as a frontliner. So she's going to supposedly get the vaccine. She's from those 60,000 workers. But trust me, those 60,000 workers, like they're not even going to get it before the politicians uh, entourage. Uh, yeah. Oh, bro, I, I swear to God, you hit the nail on that. I was having this conversation with my family. We we're saying, OK, so they're yeah, going to yeah, import yeah. two million doses first and then this, this, this. And then we just said then we just said it realistically. We're like, what's going to happen? is this politician is going to have uh, 300,000 for him and his people allocated. Then the other one is going to have this. Then the other one is going to have this. Bro, let's be realistic here. The way that it's going mafia, to be mafia style. given out to the mafia public style. is going to be full wasta. Just like j mafia, Bro. just like anything else in this country. Let's be real. Just like, we're saying thank God <laughs> for the private up. sector. You remember? But that's fucked up because you, Nahna, everyone in this conversation can afford it. We can afford it. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I, uh, I articulated it well at the time in the first podcast, but... By the way, you can say it in Arabic. We've we've become way looser with our, no, no, with our rules and regulations. I, um, if you no, 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 it was about the idea back then because it wasn't uh, the whatever was happening back then wasn't updated about the corona and the vaccine. But now it is, mm. so that's why I want to repeat it uh, because, mm. like for example, the oxygen mask stuff. You know, like you have on a building, it says like avoid death. Buy yourself an oxygen man. Like, 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 uh, commodifying everything is is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like commodifying air is, and oxygen. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you do know that the oxygen mask that came like as a aid from Qatar or whoever, whomever, like they're gonna, they were already distributed to the, the to the wealthy. But the thing is. The thing is, like, how much how much can you rely mm. on a private sector, yeah. bro? Prioritize like, this. Like, let's say for. Like, that's what I was saying as a, as a, and I said it on LBC with uh, Albert Costanio. Like, if let's say we don't have Lebanon al Akhdar anymore, no oxygen, okay? So, there, of course, naturally, an uh, oxygen company would come to Lebanon and you'll have your, uh, your engineer cousins and stuff working at the oxygen, uh, at the oxygen factory. And then, and then they're gonna be like, oh, and 50 years later, we're gonna start replanting trees and doing it logically and they're, then they're gonna say wait that means that's gonna put my engineer cousin out of work you motherfucker which is what happened they're gonna with close the oxygen right company now. which is yeah, 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 exactly, identical exactly. to electricity same mafia yeah. Yeah. like you got you got generators and why. now you can try to implement 24 hour electricity but you're gonna take the people that are my family members out of work so no fuck that and it's yeah, making yeah, them so much profit yeah. anyways Exactly. So that, that, that system has engineered itself to be recyclable so well in the private sector that it can never end. And that's the real problem, that they're stakeholders in those companies. 
when we describe all this shit and and we say it, yeah, yeah. you can't help but being pessimistic. And I'll start with obviously I'll start with Tony. Hello, Tony. Uh, since he came and he did his interview with us, we've became very good friends. Him, Tara, and I. And Arguably, to know him as a person. <laughs> yeah, it's debatable. <laughs> it's, it's, it's debatable. It's debatable. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Thanks, yeah. Tony. Uh, dick, uh, son of a bitch. Uh, no, anyway, as I was saying, what would you say? Um, yeah, I like to fuck around with Tony a lot, but many and all of that. But Tony is very talented. He's a writer, producer, director. He does all of that shit. And Noor, as we've gotten to know you, I mean, the everyone when they the say the stand-up scene in oh, Lebanon thanks. mentions your name. Yeah. Guys like you, guys like you, uh, why are you still here? I can answer that myself, but why are you guys still here with the talent you have, with the ability maybe to transition to a Dubai or to a somewhere else? Why why do you why are you sticking it uh, out here? Tony, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Anna, basically I am waiting for the right opportunity to leave. I'm not sticking here at all. I'm not staying here. Okay. Not, not for a single second. I'm just waiting. Every day I'm still waiting for the right chance to leave. Uh what's keeping me here is that we're working on a feature film that we're going to film hopefully in spring. But after that, it's going to look, it's, it, it's going to clarify to me more how my, how, how my future is going to be. My, my short term future is going to be. So maximum plan is to move to he started with like three months, four months, when I'm in my 60s, 70s. And then we'll see how, how this, what happens then, but yeah. definitely, I can't stand So if it weren't for COVID, there's no way I'm going to say it. If it weren't for COVID, no you might have been out already. There's no if resources. If COVID didn't happen last year and you continued, you might have been out. Yes, definitely. We could have filmed our movie last year. And if, if the explosion didn't happen, it didn't happen, we could have filmed last year. Tony, I don't want to paint you as a bad guy or anything. So you're not... And it's completely okay because everyone, sh you should be to of a course. degree selfish and think about your future 100%. But you're not one of those people that's like, I want to put Lebanon, <laughs> Lebanese cinema on the map and I want to innovate and change the that. region. For you, it's, bala, you bala, know, bala, I need to take care of me. The only way you can do that is, is, is if you leave. That's the only way you can do it anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at, look at the history. The, Kill the Lebanese people that, that actually made change or put their country on the map. The only where, one where that argued, the only the one that argued that stayed because, and actually was able to have a huge impact was George Khabbaz. But I think he's like an anomaly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Tare, by the way, I don't know if you've heard that uh, we did an episode <laughs> with George Khabbaz. So what a wonderful, uh, what a wonderful it episode. <laughs> it, was a, it, was, it was really a, a really great episode. And so if anyone wants to check it out on our YouTube page or Spotify, yeah. anyway, that's... For, for a great promotion. <laughs> As well, if you're looking, if you're looking for a black market ruler, yeah. go to Nur Hajar. Um, so, 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 uh, yeah, think, so sorry, uh, you guys were like, saying. Yeah, well, Lambulu, no, Tony was like, everyone who, started, who made it outside had the opportunity to change. And that's really obvious because you have a lot of filmmakers, also an artist. Which is, they had to or they couldn't leave or the situation wasn't uh, like I, I can leave and restart like my stuff in, uh, in food science. I have my degree. I can do stand up in English. It's fine. But, but like when I was in Holland and finishing my master's, it's not the I, same. I, I was like writing for BBC Hon or for Malaik later on. It was an online satire show. And I really like it was my dream. Like literally, when the when I heard the joke I wrote being said by by Salam on TV, uh, I cried because it was the best thing ever to have your stuff said. And I think Tony knows like writing something and having been said by someone very well and even better than you expected is always a fucking joy. Uh, and so that's why like I came back to Lebanon because I want I wanted to do stand up in Bil Arabi. I have. Like we have so much to say in our identity and to Lebanese people there. And now and now after Cinemos, when we when we posted our stuff, like just Lebanese people Amiko Arab stand up, like the diaspora outside are dying for this, which is why I was planning before COVID to go outside like Canada mm. at four shows and uh, Dubai and France, 
Berlin, Bruxelles, but then uh, they got postponed till this year, hopefully. And uh, so that's what I'm doing. But still needs a way, it's a long way to go. Like we are, Lebanon is now, now Lebanon is where the US was in the 60s, 70s, and the progression of the scene, you know? So we need to catch up, but which is good. But I wish like there are, the scene is less intimidating for women. I hope it becomes more friendly because we need more female comics because like it's crazy to me that you have 50 like the human experience comedians talk about the human experience and we only have like 50% of that males uh, which is why uh, we've been working and if you know anyone a female comics willing to try open mics well, this year we have had like five or six uh, comedians women they're great and they're working on their stuff but I usually, because it's male-dominated, I feel it's intimidating for them, and I wish that to change, and for queer people as well. No, I think I think it is changing, and uh, and I and I don't know too much about the the stand-up mm. scene, but I see people like yeah. Shaden, who I find fucking hilarious, mm. absolutely awesome. killing it, and and I think you you are event. She's awesome. She, no, she's amazing, and I think you are going oh. to get more diversity because yeah. the country whether we like it or not is opening up and if you want to stick to the old traditional roots and be that you want to be homophobic yeah. you want to be a bigot you want to yeah, be yeah. a racist you want to look at sect you everything you're going to get stuck in the past because this country moving forward at least in my perspective is no longer about at least from a cultural point yeah. of view and i think the shit I that think we were doing about the past 30 gets 40 years yeah some shit gets old like for example and i'm happy about that uh and like uh there are certain characters are uh, characters known in comedy that people grew to love in the 90s and they stuck with them and so they can get away with it with other jokes that don't fly well or like it's very cheap and it like really hurts the comedy scene and like Masal Antoni mm. knows like if he's doing uh, Jacqueline what Jacqueline can get away with is awesome because he knows the depth of that character and he can say stuff which I, I mm. tell, I give Tony shit about, and he removed the video about uh, talking uh, on the what was it? What was it, Tony? The one you had like you chose to remove uh, about Jacqueline. Which one? <laughs> yeah, Tony, tell us the one that you removed no, no, for got, obvious they got, sensitive they got, reasons. Yeah, they got, they got reported. reported. Yeah, yeah. There, there, was one was where I was, there was one where I was. Uh, I was praying oh. to Marsharbi to remove. Uh, Jacqueline was praying to Marsharbi to get the to get the Syrians out. But, uh, but that's excellent. And that's there was another one. I, I'll tell you why this is excellent because because uh, Tony is exposing some of the thoughts he the, this community has yeah. in that yeah. character, so it, yes. it seems less harmful and more relatable. So that's the genius of it. Hundred percent. So you have that and compared. Yeah, breaking down stereotypes. It breaks the divide, guys. Basically. They don't get it. Uh, but, but this is the genius of it compared to other stuff like you're stuck to like in the 80s or 90s or like just like I don't care for that character at all yeah. you know yeah but Tony the, fa the fact the fact that it got reported pisses me off because and I'll take it to a wider scale for people who don't get it you look at Borat <laughs> Borat a lot of the critics were like Oh, look how racist! Look how racist Borat is! Look oh, how racist he is towards Jewish people and people of ethnicity, and he comes out and he's like, the the guy he comes, Sasha Baron Cohen comes out and he's like, I'm playing a bit, and what I'm trying to do, at least for the first one, is I'm trying to expose the systemic yeah. racism that America has, and it's 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 a it's a character. I'm not doing yeah. it because these are my views. I'm trying to show you that there is a side that does this, and when Tony does that. Man, I hate when people think because, oh my because, God, because that's what Tony talked about. That's how he's making jokes about like earlier. Like in video, you can't always establish context. I know what if you sell on video, Tony, like who's this guy, and then they like him or not. Yeah. So, which is why I said I have an edge in stand up because they mm. know me on stage. But man, stand up yeah, it's, is it's something easier in that context, sense for yeah. me than for Tony. Yeah, it's also like a longer uh, form, like when content. you're sitting down watching a stand-up show, they're, it's, a, they're, it's a longer going form for content, it. so people understand the whole joke, whereas with Tony, it's super short. You established yeah, And I like Ryan when you use, because I always say this to people when they ask me about Tony, I like the fact that you used Borat as an example, because I always say to people, I compare Tony to Sasha Baron Cohen in the sense that he has these exaggerated characters, because like Sasha Baron Cohen yeah. had Ali G, he had Borat, he even played like his movie, The Dictator. 
the dictator. Like he's basically trying to use these characters to break down divide within society when it comes to raising awareness and racism or whatever else. And that's what Tony's doing in through his own way. Uh, Jacqueline yeah. or through also Giovanni Robot. It's almost I don't think it's identical, but it's a similar way. Allah. 100% and like don't go that far like they're fucking hilarious Anna for me I, I tend to take much less offense and even if there's no context I tend to try and view the context because sometimes what you see on face value Akid is not what's the actual case so if, if I didn't know Tony and when we were interviewing him and I did my research and I saw some of his videos and I didn't get any context you know I just got sent a few videos of this guy who's really funny Ross pissing right? my pants you know, I, I, because I don't get why you need context I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand yeah, this. I, I don't understand it's, why. It's you, so, I mean, you see, a, you see a guy in a robe imitating an old woman. Um, by the way, by the way, Tony. Exactly. Isn't that enough context? 100%. For you? Like, and why 100%. would you even start to get that? Isn't it clear that it's, it's an imitation? Isn't it, indica isn't no, no. it enough indication because that this guy is, it, is trolling be, or is be, making... But the, but the bubble, the, the digital bubble communities are so different in Lebanon that they're not familiar with it, that they need time to grasp True. it. Yeah. And also, by the way, like big respect with Jacqueline yeah. for not wearing a fucking wig, because I hate that. I, yeah, I, I that hate I that shit never. so much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but by the way, so what I was saying, I, what I was <laughs> saying about Borat, yeah. So going back to that, uh, the brilliance of it, uh, uh, Tony. Have you seen uh, Who's America? Yeah. For him, on Showtime. Yeah, yeah. I've okay, watched okay, everything okay. For, okay. for Sasha. So, so yeah. th like this. Who's this, America? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, me and Salam Zatari, we once talked after we got cancelled in BBC, we talked about doing something like that and we immediately concluded in 20 minutes that we would be killed in, in episode 2 for sure. <laughs> because, because I have this idea uh, about, uh, you know, conversion therapy? About conversion therapy, Tony? For, for, for uh, like to make gay people. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Matt. Man, that's the other, that's the other Jacqueline video that got reported, <laughs> by the way. That's the other Jacqueline video that got reported. She was, it, it was, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. a bit of an anecdote. It was, uh, it was on the World uh, National Day for, LG, for, for LGBTQ. And Jacqueline makes a phone call to her neighbor, telling her that uh, she, she found out that her neighbor is gay. So she, she, she suggested taking them. To a to a valley where they are being where there's a where there's a where there's a priest there who who converts them over a period of three weeks. That got reported. That's what I wanted to do, and I'm still hoping to do it. Like uh, we have a new show. Hopefully, I can't talk about it because uh, we got the pilot accepted. We got the green light. <laughs> Get Jacqueline in, uh, will, I will. We're trying to prepare a segment, hopefully, in that upcoming show. Uh, hopefully, in the next uh, podcast, I'll be able to talk about it in later on months. So, uh, the conversion, I'm preparing something for the conversion therapy. I know a guy who uh, he's a PhD who converts people with electroshock therapy. And I'm gonna go, uh, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna go with another comedian oh to fucking do it. Uh, we're gonna claim that we're we're in love with each other, and we're gonna ask him to convert us. And after the conversion therapy session, I'm gonna start making out with him really hard. <laughs> just, just Amazing. <laughs> this is like this is like Juno. Bijuno, he's 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 having a meeting with a with a conversion therapy priest or something, <laughs> and then also. And then all through the conversation, Juno is like, I, I really like Juno's the movie about the pregnation. Bro. Bruno, 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 Bruno. The best comedy bit ever to exist is Bruno going to the fortune teller and telling him, I want to meet my boyfriend who's in heaven and he sucks his ghost boyfriend's oh, dick. <laughs> And, 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 and how elaborate he was and meticulous. <laughs> I think I think we need to I think we need to push push the edge of comedy in this region because that's the only way shit's gonna open up here. I and I think Noor, so. if you're gonna we'll do see, that, we'll see. We'll yeah, see what, what happens. Be, but uh, I'm, I'm an arm can't get him out of that. Though. <laughs> 
no, 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 And not to put them in Amn al-Am. Why do I never put in a script? Is because uh, technically we register them as improv shows. Or we can say uh, the, the performer improvises here. Which is basically what I put in everywhere. Yeah, they're just lazy. Nah, mm-hmm. they, 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 know it, they, know they know it. They know what's happening. You shouldn't have. Because all mukhabarat okay, are in the shows. Okay. So they know everything. Bro. And look. <laughs> like the first time they wanted. <laughs> Yeah, the, the they first don't, time. They don't yeah, have better shit to do. They enjoy pressing because it makes people think that, oh, the state control. So the, the idea of control. But the, but then again, like when after I did my first hour, Medshad, like last year, mm. two years ago, I was doing my first hour. And then I'm doing now my second hour. And mm. uh, two people from Mukhabarat talk to me. They're like, we're, the, the, in this new hour, you matured a lot. But we missed the old bits. The, They know my hour bit by bit. <laughs> I swear, I asked them for recordings because they have. Yeah, like, they're you your have biggest fans. I, I want to post it. Do you have that in 2006? I did a joke about own. Do you have that one? It was a good one. Uh, look, I think um, I think the both of you are. It's two yeah, of the funniest people in this country, so. hilarious. And I know you two have known each other for, for a really long time. And obviously being, for a long time, and obviously being two really funny people in Lebanon, uh, doing really well on social media and the digital sphere, I guess. You know, it can get a bit competitive. It can get a bit uh, throat to throat. So I'd like to end it with one of you, with both of you complimenting each other. Like what's... <laughs> What's one compliment that you can both give to each other straight faced? But, but the thing is, the thing is that Tony, like, and I, I think we both agree to it that none of us care about like the branding and growing more and more. Like it's not our, uh, it's not our goal. Like Tony's goal is to be a great, a great filmmaker. I know it like in my heart without me asking. It's not your ma- yeah. And he knows that I want to be on stage and get people on stage. I don't care about my online presence. Because now mm. I was telling my manager and he disagrees completely. After like I've been selling, I've been selling out my shows for a year, which is what our target was. So I thought, like, yeah, I'm gonna delete my account in a year or so because I don't need it anymore. So this is why I don't. I just enjoy become connecting with people. But if I want you to be on with me live, that's all I care about. So uh, well, I'll com- what I'll compliment Tony on. Uh, mm. Bravo for the great writing of the characters. Uh, I could never do a character. I'm not a theatrical or like an actor at all. So bravo on Jacqueline on not wearing a wig to portray a woman. That's like a big plus point. And uh, yeah, now he's a great writer also. Like I've read his scripts before when he used to write uh, his first draft and stuff. I'd get excited and ask him about Born Stars. Yeah, and I, that's the and one. I love that uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I would compliment on. Anna, what I, what I have to say, Lanour, is that I am really uh, super jealous of, of what he does, honestly. And, and I say it. You can do it too, and, bitch. And, and, I say it, and I say it with like the kindest heart. I think what he's doing is uh, magical. Yeah, you slut. He's being a magician, Saraha. And I think it takes a lot of effort and bravery and uh, uh, consistency. To do what you do and i don't think i'm ready i don't think i'm remotely ready to do it i, I just don't think so what he's doing i think i think what what he's doing is the toughest job out there to in my opinion in in the art world Thanks. in the entertainment world what he does is one of the hardest jobs ever and for him to be able to do takes it a lot of balls. Balls. Yeah, being a takes a lot of competence in my opinion anyways so yeah, and it props to that yeah, cool. that was a that was a beautiful note to end it on and i will can i can i just confirm for the both of you I 2023 the lebanese version of timon and pumba are we making that happen yes legs super okay. chill super <laughs> <laughs> just like hopefully now okay. just Amazing. hopefully when this corona pumba hattuha bil podcast or she it's be nice to do this again but in person in the actual studio mm. that would be cool
yeah, we yeah, got a hundred percent. We got the both of them in. Uh, we got it liquored up. We give Tony his strawberry daiquiri, which he'll get drunk off of because his tolerance is shit. And uh, we'll we'll do it, man. Honestly, guys, you guys are <laughs> you guys are legends. You're two of the funniest people in Lebanon. We love you and hope to see Habibi. you soon. <laughs> Habibi. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please make sure to like, follow, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and Rami, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, and I'm a Sabal. Thank you. Also, we'd love your feedback, so please DM us on Instagram at Fauda2020.